0: Radio studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, the Armstrong
1: and Getty Show. Couple things that I think are interesting enough about the New York mayoral race to discuss, even if you don't live in New York and New York. And I think I think New York stuff gets way too much attention because all the media lives there. But it's the 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 first big test of uh, ranked choice voting, or at least mm. the biggest test we've done in the United States, and. Uh, crime being a top issue, I think that's going to move from New York across the country in in coming elections. More on that next segment.
0: Speaking of crimes, if you're just tuning in, Positive Sean announced he is leaving the program at the end of the week. I shouldn't have said it it out loud then. (laughs) It's it's a crime against humanity. It's a crime against us. We like working with you. Anyway. Are you going to have to uh, wear
1: real clothes at your new job?
2: Oh, I didn't even think about that. You don't, you don't think my my various superhero and video game-related graphic T-shirts are going to be the uh, preferred attire of, of a slightly I, more serious industry? I, I don't know. It might I be. I don't know. Right. They're whimsical. They're fun. I may have to come back soon. They're boyish. <laughs> if they make me wear a collar. <laughs> so
0: I was rather surprised in doing my research for this article to find that the Reuters account was quite well-balanced. I opened several uh, stories, which is my... Habit from conservative media, mainstream media, etc., but I credit them for being even-handed. It is the story. It's wonderful. It's so exciting. It's glorious, according to many headlines. The fact that weightlifter Laurel Hubbard of New Zealand
1: will become the first transgender athlete to compete at the Olympics. Wow, that's interesting. When I heard you say it'll be the first transgender athlete, I thought, okay, it's going to be archery. You know, pistol shooting—something that doesn't matter. No, this is a sport where it might be the most that it matters.
0: Absolutely, she is a super heavyweight weightlifter, and it is ridiculous. With all due respect, affection for anyone uh, transgender, this is crazy. Well, I, forty-three so- years old, will be the oldest lifter at the game. Had been a men's weightlifting competitor until transitioning in 2013.
1: Okay, but so um, she is 43 you said? Yeah. And uh, this is the way this is going to play out. If she, because she's well past her prime, if some 22-year-old born a woman woman beats him, this will be all the ammunition beats her. Um, if some 22 year old woman beat her uh that will be all the ammunition they need for all the arguments going forward. Of you see, it doesn't hurt anything to have formerly men now women compete in women's sports. You see? So that's what'll happen. And yeah, even though I the person in their the opposite is going
0: to happen. I I no so you're thinking maybe I'm confused. So you're thinking if this transgender
1: gal wins no I th- if she doesn't win because she's oh. way past her prime. I'm thinking maybe a twenty two year old woman can beat this guy now that he's in his forties I don't know I don't well, know, she know enough won about a women's major meet last year yeah well because
0: she's biologically a dude is why
1: well if if she you know, I'm, I'm I'm not trying to be inconsiderate about the he she thing I'm just trying to make it easy to understand who I'm talking about right if the trans athlete wins then that's what all of us have been saying all along this makes a farce out of women's sports and uh and needs to be dealt with immediately and it's just ridiculous but the fact that the if the person doesn't win the fact that they're in their forties will be lost to everyone, and it'll just be ammunition for the other side. That you see, it doesn't hurt anything. So, well, right. game on. Let that's let, an idiotic judgment. But that's what absolutely
0: an indefensible. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, if she, if 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 Miss Hubbard, as a fella, was the four hundredth best weightlifter in the world, but cracks the top twenty among women, depriving a biological woman of one of those slots, that is injustice enough. Worth pointing out that in 2015, the IOC changed its rules to allow transgender athletes to compete as long as their testosterone level is below a certain level and maintained for a year. The determining criteria, maximum reading of 10 nanomoles per liter of testosterone is at least five times more than a biological woman.
1: 2013 is eight years ago, so this person was 35 and and a male at 35 when they decided to make the, the, the switch. Right. Right. Some scientists have said, and here's where the Reuters
0: account got shockingly balanced, uh, by my estimation. Some scientists have said the guidelines do little to mitigate the biological advantages of those who've gone through puberty as males, including bone and muscle density. Duh. Uh, Advocates for transgender inclusion argue the process of transition decreases that advantage considerably but doesn't eliminate it. And that Um, physical differences between athletes mean there's never truly a level playing field. That's another idiotic argument.
1: Does anybody know much about weightlifting? Will uh, will a 43-year-old, high-caliber, recently-dude beat all the younger women in the Olympics, do you think? Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. If that happens, if uh, this trans weightlifter wins the gold medal... That should... Or wins a medal at all, really. Right.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I think it's crazy. Save Women's Sports Australia, an advocacy group for women's athletes, criticized the selection. Quote, it is flawed policy from the IOC that has allowed the selection of a 43-year-old biological male who identifies as a woman to compete in the female category. His Her gold medal wins at the 2019 Pacific Games in Samoa, where she topped the podium ahead of Samoa's hero, Triggered outrage in the host nation. Samoa's weightlifting boss said Hubbard's selection would be like letting athletes dope. And feared it could cost the small Pacific nation a medal. Belgian weightlifter Anna van Bellinghen said last month allowing Hubbard to compete at Tokyo was unfair for women, quote, like a bad joke. Uh, Let's see. Any other uh, quotes of note? Uh, The people from New Zealand are making supportive noises. Uh, Another transgender athlete, BMX rider Chelsea Wolfe, will travel to Tokyo as part of the United States team, but is named as an alternate and not assured of competing. Uh, Yeah, okay. So a lot of the gals in the sport are plenty peeved. We'll have to see how it unfolds.
1: So you wouldn't think, I mean, the argument on the other side of this has been, look, there aren't that many guys who are going to pretend to be a girl to take advantage of sports. Of course, you don't have to be pretending. You could be legit. Sure. It just, um, makes it unfair to the other women. That's, that's all that matters. You, in, unless you're biologically
0: a woman, you don't compete in women's sports. It's that simple. And no, that's not some sort of cavemanish, Trump loving, conservative, bigoted attitude. No, that's plainly common sense. And that doesn't mean you hate anybody or you dislike them. If, if they want to form a league, that's fine, but you can't compete in women's sports. Hmm. There's a, there's an editorial. Well, it's kind of a it's a, a memoir in Newsweek by a uh, transgender man who is leveling leveling some serious uh, accusations at the whole transgender industrial complex. We ought to get to that later on in the
1: hour. Yeah, Uh I want to talk about the New York mayor race, a couple things that are interesting going on there, including how crime is just becoming the topic. Did you see the video over the weekend of the one dude shooting the other dude on the sidewalk and the two little girls there? Just just unbelievable. Oh, horrible, and the, yeah. I'm and shocked. the older little girl trying to protect the other little girl while the shooting is occurring, like, right next to them. I mean, like, inches away from them. The guy is shooting around them. Yeah, just amazing. Right down the street, broad daylight, too. Um, and this guy, Eric Adams, who's running for mayor, currently leading in the polls, he's the one that's seen as toughest on crime. He had one of his people get stabbed over the weekend. Uh, one of his people working to try to drum up votes. But more on that in just a second, because I think this is going to be a giant issue next election.
0: Armstrong.
1: This video shows a guy in San Francisco stuffing items into a garbage bag inside a Walgreens drugstore even as two people, including a security guard, recorded him on their cell phones. So, crime is never justified. Of course, I, I, I will say that I think they could have made a little better effort to stop that yeah. bicycle. I that reads also as an
0: act of desperation. I mean, you're, yeah. you're not getting yeah. rich off of what you take from a Walgreens. You're getting probably something you need. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the details of that particular well, he, case. I mean, a bag it full. It looked. They looked like hair products. I, yeah, that's I guess. what it says. It was hair. Hair products, which are valuable, which are valuable. That's Tony Ducopo of CBS This Morning saying, that that's it's, it looks like desperation to me, that oh. man. It's a, he is a big defender of socialism. He is wow. a way lefty. Unbelievable. Yeah, the guy's <sighs> clearing off shelves in a Walgreens into a big garbage bag and riding off because he's desperate.
1: Please. And even if that were the case, so... If you find yourself in a desperate situation, you're allowed to just steal whatever you want. Well, not only that, but the, the previous society part of it. until society and until society for the first time in the history of humankind figures out a system in which everybody and I mean everyone is taken care of—food, uh, clothing, shelter. Right, you're allowed to steal until that
0: moment arrives,
1: yeah. And in the previous
0: part of that clip, they made it clear that Walgreens sees quadruple the amount of theft in San Francisco as anywhere else in the country, and they've had to close 17 of their stores.
1: 17 stores closed because, hey, you just can't do business here because there's no rules yeah. against people just walking in and stealing crap. Well, no crime is right, but that uh, that looks like desperation to me. Which fits in. You which, live in a
0: theoretical world.
1: Which I think people have had enough. You know, as we mentioned earlier, CNN with that whole, uh, they, they thought Rita Moreno was in the wrong to say, ah, oh, forget about it, <laughs> with the racial thing. If you didn't hear that thing, get the podcast at armstrongandgetty.com. So CNN is apparently deciding to appeal to the the wokest of the left and going with that there. Well, that's not where normal people are, as I have been pointing out, even normal Democrats. That's why this guy, Eric Adams, is the guy that is likely to win tomorrow in the mayor race in New York City, because he's the one that has been coming out hard enough on, on crime. He's got one of his competitors, who's actually, unfortunately, in second place. She wants to take a billion dollars out of the NYPD. She wants to defund the police. Wow. The guy that's going to win, it looks like. Now, it is ranked choice. That's kind of a new thing. So, just because he's in first place in the polls, that doesn't mean you win. It's not a re- regular election. Are they adjusting polls for rank no, choice? No. Well, they, they, we haven't figured out how to do that yet. Wouldn't you just follow the same
2: mechanisms for the voting though? Like, who are put your rank of the people in here? If you're yeah. still just well, asking you, you the can same
1: do that, but nobody has any idea how accurate that is. Interesting. Well, the, okay. the, the polling for you know the regular kind of electioning is horribly inaccurate. Yeah. Which right. polls? All of them. Okay.
0: Okay. They actually used uh, approval voting that I talked about uh, last week at this Western Conservative Summit. Uh, so you could vote for multiple people to see who has truly the, the, the highest level of total support. Ron DeSantis came out on top of that poll, by the way.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but back to the crime situation. So you've got in New York City, which is a 5-1 to one Democrat, um, wanting to vote for the tough-on-crime guy, hmm. uh, CNN. If you think you're talking to your Democrat viewers, you're talking to a small sliver. Because even in New York, they want to get tough on crime. And he uh, himself, he said he personally would add $2,000 of his own money to the reward money to find whoever that scumbag was that ran up on a dude and shot him as two little girls were cringing next to next to the man being shot, uh, hoping not to die themselves. Just, just an awful video if you haven't seen it. Um, but Eric Adams added his own money to that reward... And, and I think this probably helped him, although I assume he's not happy that it happened, one of his workers canvassing a neighborhood to try to drum up support and get people registered and make sure you know where to go and vote and all that sort of thing, got stabbed multiple times with an ice pick yesterday. Oh, my god! Middle of the afternoon. Um, Which is just brutal, obviously. Eric Adams on his own Twitter account, this is the guy that's leading currently, a member of Team Adams who has been working hard and volunteering every day, was stabbed in the Bronx today at 149th and Morris Avenue. The police are investigating, and he's in surgery. If you have any info, this violence must stop. Um, Yeah, the violence must stop is kind of his campaign line that he's running with. and Because uh, there's just shootings everywhere, crime everywhere. It's out of control. I really hope he wins. I don't know anything about him other than he's the tough-on-crime candidate. I want this to become the issue in America before it gets out of hand.
0: Well, yeah, it it will be the issue in America, and the election will go the right way in New York. Maybe not this time, but if that other gal gets elected, I can guarantee you crime will continue to explode, and a hard-on-crime, tough-on-crime candidate will win next time. As I've often said, the, the best way to discredit progressive policies is to enact them. Witness San Francisco, Seattle with their chop, Portland with hundreds of nights of rioting in a row, the skid rows of L.A. There are parts of, I was just I was talking to a guy's native uh, Los Angelino, and he was just horrified at the state of his beloved city. You know, I could keep name checking the cities if you'd like, but you get the idea.
1: Well, your theory is right. But, man, uh, you know, I really hate to have my uh, kid get uh, uh, hurt or stabbed or my business ruined uh, to sure. prove your point. Be nice if we yeah. can catch on before that has to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it, if people trust their eyes and ears and and those of their neighbors above the uh, lying media, I think they'll do the right thing. They'll and, vote the right way.
1: By the way, and you know, a couple of experiments going on. You've got the ranked choice choice voting in New York. It'll be the biggest experiment in that we've ever had. See if people like it. See if we can understand it. Um, also, early voting. They've been voting for nine days. The election, using my finger quotes, is tomorrow. That'll be the 10th day of voting. This shooting and stabbing happened over the weekend. How many people voted before the shooting and stabbing happened? That's one of the problems with the whole early voting thing is people aren't going to vote with the same sets of information.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm against it. That, I think there there can be some, but I don't think it should be a weeks long process.
1: That wily woman that AOC is backing that wants to take a billion dollars out of the NYPD. A whole bunch came out about her personal finances and her her lifestyle over the weekend. Also, how many people voted in the early voting before that came out? That's that is the downside of early voting.
0: Yeah, yeah, agreed. Hey, there's more on that uh, that poll at the Western Conservative Summit. In, uh, in Colorado, uh, pretty interesting in terms of, uh, you know, candidate approval. It's so early. I mean, take it with, with multiple grains of salt. But uh, the, the policy issues that the, the folks cared about the most uh, is pretty interesting, among other things. Also, oh, I'd really like to get to that, uh, that piece written by the transgender fella about his journey and the horrifying things he's learned. Um, it is an absolutely sobering warning.
1: We also have to get to the story I've teased it so many times. The Internet is pressuring Jeff Bezos to buy the Mona Lisa and eat it. Why won't he do it? Is he, is he scared? Is he Coward? scared of the Internet? Um, he's not going to take the Mona Lisa challenge? Should the <laughs> richest man in the world eat the Mona Lisa, among other stories we're covering?
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show. See, I get the sense that Joe is scoffing at this story. Let me tell you, how many news outlets have a serious headline on it? The New York Times headline today. Why do people want Jeff Bezos to buy and eat the Mona Lisa? From USA Today, bizarre petition urges Jeff Bezos to buy and eat the Mona Lisa. (coughs) Business standard explained. Why do people want Jeff Bezos to buy and eat the Mona Lisa? Okay,
2: that's the only one that didn't have bias in the headline.
1: Gizmodo, thousands have signed an online petition for Jeff Bezos to buy and eat the Mona Lisa.
0: Um, That's beautiful. I love it.
1: Fox News petition urging Bezos to buy and eat Mona Lisa gains steam. Nah, <laughs> wait a minute. This could be
2: serious. Steamed Mona Lisa. But this
1: one is really the most important, uh, and I read this in detail. Vice, yes, Jeff Bezos could buy and eat the Mona Lisa if he wanted to. The New York Times <laughs> The New York Times actually did a deep dive on that, and yeah, there's not really anything that would stop him from happening. The only thing that stops him from doing it. Is the <laughs> the assured death of the result the willingness of the uh, of the French to sell the Mona Lisa uh, to him? But well, it, I was, was going to ask: Is the Louvre got a the, the, uh, for sale sign out front, or what? But it was most. But recently, the only thing that
0: would stop him is that. No, it's the, it's ludicrous. <laughs> what, what what's the matter with you?
1: The the most recent valuation of the Mona Lisa comes from its sale in the early nineties. I think it sold for about a hundred million dollars even with all kinds of adjusting for whatever call it a billion the guy's call got it a, 10 billion the guy's got 160 billion dollars so whatever you right. want to put the value on it he can afford it and you know if it were to say 10 billion dollars the french might think you know what it's one piece of art I mean, think of what we could do for the the museum, for the the kids, for the space program, for our mustaches, whatever they want to put it into, um, and decide to sell him the Mona Lisa, at which point there is no law on Earth that would stop him from eating the most famous piece of art in the world.
2: Okay. I want the job at the Louvre where I'm the person saying, let's hear Jeff Bezos out on this plan. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just see what number he offers. We should not be hasty. Uh couldn't you say though that Jeff Bezos
0: could purchase shave and barbecue the Westminster dog show from
1: last week. Oh my god. Or or there are laws against that. <laughs> well, no there aren't. Yes there are. You can't you can't kill a dog and barbecue and eat it. You can't? No. no what no, if no, it's no. yours? No, you, you still can't. <laughs> I thought this was America. Uh, it might depend on the state, but I know you can't even put your dog down where I live. Uh, with unless you've got like a medical excuse well you practically live in
0: Beijing I mean most of America is in not Beijing like they live. eat
1: dogs this is a bad example
0: yeah it's a poor comparison yeah. uh, my point is you could run a number of ludicrous ideas out of the flagpole and say he could do that and there's really nothing to stop him mm-hmm. no except for complete lack of interest he might have in eating a masterwork He'd
1: be the most famous person who ever lived by eating the Mona Lisa yes! he would be infamous he'd be the most famous person on the planet currently Donald Trump he would he would be the most famous person on the planet and he'd be famous for the history of all time'd
2: like, he'd be like the modern version of Mansa Musa, the guy who would just go, he was so rich he would show up to these small towns and just crash their economy by just the, the gold that fell out of his pockets. It, all right. I just I okay. And, and your other fanciful ideas. Oh, he could do this to the dogs. Are those petitions gaining thousands of signatures, getting steam, being covered by buzzfeed?
1: <laughs> no, they're not,
0: Joe. <laughs> all right. Story McStory face.
1: Gains <laughs> steam. Anyway, I I just want a billionaire to do something wacky with their yes. riches. Now I'm on board
0: for that. Eating the Mona Lisa seems tragic to me. But uh eh, overrated. Yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, there are plenty of nice paintings, uh, but I don't. I don't know. I don't. What if he what,
2: shrunk
1: down the statue of David?
2: What with a shrink ray? What are you talking? I, who about? knows what he has? He, he could like buy, chipped
1: away at it. He could buy the David, also da Vinci, right? And uh, and uh, have the head removed and have his own head put on it. There we it It's Michelangelo. Michelangelo,
0: right? Yeah. I was going to suggest have his own uh, head put the head on the David from, from Jack, from Jack in a Box. <laughs> put Put his head on top of La Davida.
1: Okay, we're all we're clearly going to need transition music right now, Michael, to move from this to any really anything else, but certainly there you go. Well that worked. I no longer remember what we were talking about. Jonathan Swan of Axios, who is a fantastic reporter and a great interviewer, partially because he does his homework so well. He sat down with the Prime Minister of Pakistan over the weekend, and they aired this on... Where does that air? HBO? Mm -hmm. Uh, Aired it on HBO, and uh, the guy had some interesting... Well, the questions were good, and they had some interesting things to say about where we are geopolitically, partially because we're in the process of pulling out of Afghanistan. And Afghanistan had another horrible weekend. Oh, their most famous warrior got uh, uh, killed over the weekend by the Taliban.
0: Well, his whole whole crew, his whole unit got surrounded and slaughtered. It's just crazy.
1: Yeah, in the way that they're all going to get surrounded and slaughtered because there's just way more Taliban than there are people in the Afghan security forces willing to fight them.
0: Well, and evidently the Taliban's recent victories have gained them thousands of recruits. People are coming from around Afghanistan, around the world. They're joining in. They know a winner when they see one. Yeah, and, and money too in, is being donated.
1: In the battle over the weekend, their version of a, uh, you know, uh, green beret hero who got killed over the weekend. A lot of the security forces that were supposed to be with him, they switched sides. They just gave they just re- surrendered to the Taliban. What do you want me to do? And of course then he was doomed. Wow. Uh, terrible, terrible story. And Pakistan fits into that. Jonathan Swan with the Prime Minister of uh Pakistan. How about first? Um Will Pakistan allow U.S. to use airspace for strikes in Afghanistan if we need to?
0: The American military right now is is discussing doing airstrikes potentially to support the Afghan forces against the Taliban. Would you allow the American air force to use your airspace for those airstrikes? We are not going to be part of any conflict anymore. But you haven't decided yet whether you'll let them use your airspace? This hasn't been discussed at all, so... What's your feeling about that? I don't know. We'll discuss this. You know, why would the Americans be using bombing Afghanistan to after it hasn't worked for 20 years? Why will it work again?
1: Doesn't sound very promising, obviously.
0: well, Well, it has worked for 20 years. It's kept the Taliban at bay. Now, it hasn't defeated them, hasn't won a Jeffersonian democracy, but it's kept them at bay.
1: And more with our relationship with the CIA in Pakistan.
0: The Americans want to have their spies here and special forces based here in Pakistan to keep an eye on what's happening across the border. Will you allow the American government to have CIA here in Pakistan uh, to conduct cross-border counterterrorism missions against al-Qaeda, ISIS, or the Taliban? Absolutely not. There's no way we're going to allow any basis, uh, any sort of action from Pakistani territory uh, into Afghanistan. Absolutely not. Pakistan suffered 70,000 casualties, more than any other country, by joining the American war. We cannot afford any more military actions from our territory. We will be partners in peace. Not in conflict.
1: You know, that yeah, might just, well, that might just unless be.
0: Unless they pay us enough.
1: <laughs> that might just be a politician, you know, responding to his constituents. Imagine how his constituents feel about, uh, if those numbers are true, they paid the biggest price in blood and treasure uh, in Afghanistan and have gotten nothing for it. Um, why they would ever want to be part of that again. And I'm sure they're still butthurt over the fact that we flew in there with a bunch of helicopters low without telling them at all took out bin laden and everyone at that place and then took off hey thanks for letting us use your airspace oh i guess we should have told you we're telling you now um you know they're still angry about that i would guess
0: yeah there's also an element of jonathan swan asking about what would clearly be covert actions and the guy said no we're not doing any of that he's not gonna say
1: yes he mm, can't Impossible. i hope you're right
0: um, well, I, I don't know that I'm right, because the relationship with Pakistan has been bizarre and complicated for decades now.
1: Scariest nuclear power in the world, by far, because they got quite a few nukes, and they could fall into the hands of the bad guys at any point. Um, remember, right after 9-11, we had... Uh, what's that guy's name? I don't remember his name. Great big giant guy with a big head. He flew in with What brief- position
0: was he in? Football or...
1: With the U.S. government,
0: okay, all right, that's he, a start.
1: He flew into Pakistan to talk to the leadership of Pakistan at that time. Uh, either you're on side our side, or we're going to bomb you back to the Stone Age. Actually, used the term that we uh, jokingly use all the time. You're either on our side in this fight against Al Qaeda, or we're going to bomb you back to the Stone Age. And they, I they, think
0: that we we coined the term bit, a bit sir, because back when we used to take calls, we had so many people who would say, "You got to bomb them back to the Stone Age." We decided to abbreviate it,
1: Bit of pizza. But since that point in 2001, uh, Pakistan has really been on our side for the most part. But we also know that they are allowing the bad guys, the Taliban, to go back across the border into the northern part of Pakistan all this time. So we would fight, 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 fight. They'd retreat across the border, and we weren't allowed to go into Pakistan and chase them down. Right. And they, they knew they were there, and they didn't do anything about it
0: yeah, and it's also pretty widely believed that uh, Osama bin Laden hiding in the heart of the Afghan or I'm sorry the uh, Pakistani military apparatus was not an accident and, right and at least some people knew he was there. Ah, uh, speaking of security, this is personal security, not national security. You want to feel safe in your home when you go to bed at night, and you want all those people you love to feel the same way, and that's why you get Simply Safe Home Security, award-winning home security with great people. It's the people that take Simply Safe to the next level.
1: So easy to order. You go to simplysafe.com/armstrong. You click around a little bit to customize the system for your home. It'll come to your house in about a week. Gonna take you about 30 minutes to set up if you have any problems. There are people there to help you 24-7. And of course, you've also got the 24-7 fire police and everything else to secure your home and your family also. Yep. Fire,
0: burglary, medical emergency, a burst pipe. They're there for you at Simply Safe. Just go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Customize that system. It's super easy and get a free security camera because you use our code. It's a 60 day risk free trial. Nothing to lose. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Again, a free security camera. No obligation and a great company to work with too. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong.
1: I can't think of anything less tasty than a 500 year old oil painting. Yeah, I don't know how you would eat the Mona Lisa. I mean, that, that you'd have to put some thought into that. I'm thinking fruit smoothie. Makes the most sense to me.
0: You know, you could uh, like make an apple pie and have the Mona Lisa be the top crust. You know, it'd be like one of those theme cakes you can get now with the, the that like reproduce a photograph on top of a a cake or a pie. Eh, it's just a thought. There are tastier paintings. That one's probably old and crusty.
2: Ugh. Text <laughs> us. What's your tastiest painting? <laughs> don't. Please don't. Met a guy with a Rembrandt the other day.
1: What? Really? He has his own. Yeah. Did you ask him yeah. to
0: borrow it? Uh, no, but I did bop him over the head and, and ran <laughs> off with it. No, it's it's tiny. It, it's a tiny sketch he did of a detail of a painting he was working on. How did it I didn't come ask up? how much it was worth.
1: How did it come up in conversation?
0: He said, look at this. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I was at his place.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it
0: was something I should ask him what he reckons it's worth. But That's a if
2: flex. Oh, you know. please. Place. you think i'd like to meet that guy and then try to explain to him my digital ape
1: i've got nothing i could flex on in my home not a single thing that i could flex on i've got the new uh birthday cake flavored fruity pebbles you see right here you child so, uh, <laughs> that's pretty cool
0: no flexing <laughs> flex free zone
1: flex free zone exactly I'm not much of a flexer no um no. that's a cool thing to say though permanently oh, you know unclenched it, it it could have been anything you could have drawn it oh oh yeah. I mean, why don't more people lie about stuff like that
0: i'm going to start <laughs> So big, uh, big conservative summit in the Western United States. They did a poll of all their members and some of the attitudes, some of the candidates they backed. Interesting. Just keeping an eye on uh, conservative America. And uh, what else was the other thing you wanted to talk about? Sounded interesting. I
1: like a time. really big, complicated lie. Like, yeah, this is a uh, this is an Andy Warhol, which, could, of course, could be anything. Um, sure. And you say, yeah, it's, it's an interesting story. So my aunt aunt's roommate in college dated him for a while. And he just gave it to her. I mean, that's, that's a perfectly believable right, story.
0: Right. And then when they broke up, she couldn't stand him anymore right. and gave it to my aunt.
1: Yeah. Didn't know it'd be worth anything at the time. And so I, just, right, I don't exactly. know what it's worth, I just keep it here. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> some days I think about eating it.
0: We just have Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty
1: Show. Wingstop, stop under pressure from Chicken Crunch is starting a, starting a thigh stop. Okay, we'll have to get to the latest in chicken news coming up. What? Caused by what is doing what? <laughs> Stay tuned. I didn't understand any of that. Oh, boy. Um, Thermostats in Texas are being adjusted remotely because it's been so hot. People opted in for this years ago, not really thinking it would ever happen, but they're in an emergency situation, and now the man is adjusting the temperature in your home. Ooh, I don't like that.
0: Wow. Wow. Interesting. So the Western Conservatives Summit uh, took place over the weekend. I was not invited. I'm a little hurt. But they used approval method voting for a number of things um including people talked about this uh last week if you uh, see two candidates out of the five that you would support you, you vote for both of them because you could deal with either one of them and that way you don't quote unquote split your support among the two whatever conservatives and there, there's liberal. no ranking of your choices in this nope okay nope they just count out who gets the most votes And if it's over 50%, they figure that's the winner. Uh, Anyway, they use that for both people and issues. The top five candidates in order of most approval to least were Ron DeSantis at 74. That's the governor of Florida. That is correct, sir, who has uh, been doing some great things, great policies, standing up for liberty and also grandstanding a fair amount.
1: Got the Uh, same results as California, leaving his state open more or less compared to California, which shut it down. And it it's still,
0: to some extent, shut down. Yeah.
1: Same COVID results, not the same uh, economic results. Kids got to go to school. Businesses got to stay, uh, you know, uh, what's alive.
0: Yeah, the devastation of the children of Florida, fraction, fraction of that of uh, in blue states. But Rhonda Sanders was first, first was 74. Donald J. Trump, 71. Then way down to Ted Cruz at 43. Monk, Mike Pompeo at 39. And Senator Tim Scott at 36%. The press release stated former Vice President Pence came in 10th place. Now, all of that is just a very early uh, little temperature check of the candidates. I think there's a lot of time still to come. I'm uh, thinking Tim Scott will rise up in those rankings. I hope he will. I think he's a sharp guy. Question two asked attendees to mark any of 25 policy issues as important to them. I'm so glad we've talked about this through the years. In those idiotic polls where you just have to pick the issue that's the
1: most important to you, that's just, it's a silly way to look at public policy. I've got something to say about polls on issues, but I'll save it till you're done. Otherwise, it would be pointless.
0: Okay, uh, but I mean the idea that because I care slightly more about crime, I don't care about the economy, or I only have to pick one that's idiotic. So you could pick any number. Uh, the top-ranked uh, issues were immigration-slash-border security at 82% election integrity seventy nine percent religious freedom seventy five percent federal budget slash deficit seventy four percent tied with gun rights at seventy four percent keeping in mind that this is a uh you know a gathering of western conservatives so it's you know it's not a random sample of humans uh let's the uh, top ranked candidates the very last place michael bloomberg point twenty seven percent Uh, Energy independence, uh, national defense were in the 70s, education in the 60s, China and Russia in the 60s. Uh, Let's see, do they get down to um, LGBTQ issues, about 5%. Mm. Oh, environment and climate change, about 8.5%. There
1: you go, among conservatives. Um, I was listening to a podcast of uh, political insiders have run campaigns doing internal polling, all that sort of stuff. They said issues polls are worthless. Like when you see a poll, uh, you know, percentage of people that are in favor of Biden's infrastructure plan, those are worthless polls, but are touted all the time by campaigns and media if, you know, it backs up their argument. For instance, if you, uh, if you ask people, do you approve of Joe Biden's infrastructure package? Um, if you ask the question that way, you'll get almost exactly his approval rating, so like hmm. 55%. If you say, uh, do you uh, approve of the infrastructure pa- package, half of people say they don't have enough information, and the other half are lying that they don't have any idea what's going on because most people don't follow this stuff. Right. Issues polling is worthless. I believe hmm. that, too. I, that doesn't surprise me a bit.
0: Yeah, unless you're trying to predict which way they'll jerk their knees, but uh, even then, it's not great.
1: If you missed an hour, get the podcast at armstrongandgetty.com.